The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Back to Tom and Bach. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Congratulations to Lincoln East quarterback Noah Walters, Nebraska Gatorade Player of the Year in football, uh, Super State selection. Boy, he had a great year. Um, it'd be nice to see him get some scholarship offers, some really good ones. I know he would love to, you know, get a look from Nebraska. I don't know how realistic that is. He's not the tallest dude in the world. Yeah. Is I know he's got some interest from Iowa State. So, I mean, starting um, to get some better um, Power 5 offers. That that award should help him. It's uh, it's kind of cool to get it. I mean, I don't know. You have to go back and, and look at the, the award history, but how many of those guys come from Lincoln? Uh, he averaged 340 yards per game. He had 44 touchdowns this past year, 3,400 yards total throwing. Uh, the record in a season is uh, 46 touchdowns, so he came close to that in Class A. As I mentioned, first team All-Super State. Uh, the guy's a stud. Um, I think he moves around pretty well. I don't think he would be necessarily the runner that you would look, be looking for at the next level, but he can run to escape uh, and still complete passes at a pretty high level. I think he's good. Yeah, I, I think he's good too. I, I it's interesting though. Would you would you go as far as to have him? You know, as recruiting, you only have yeah. usually have one quarterback in a class. Would you go as far to recruit yeah. him at Nebraska with the scholarship? Well, maybe that's a question uh, for Brian Munson of HuskerOnline.com talking about Noah Walters. Do you think he gets uh, a high D one offer, Brian? Um, you know, never say never. I mean, we saw a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, flipping yesterday down here, we had a kid by the name of Hoover that uh, actually went up through my wife's middle school, uh, flipped from Indiana to TCU. And what you won't read about in all of the uh, the various publications was there were a number of phone calls that were made to other quarterbacks before it, it kind of landed on Hoover. So it sounds like you know there's a lot of schools with new coaches that are feeling out and testing out the quarterback waters. 
Um, and that could lead to some folks, you know, getting evaluated or reevaluated by new staffs and new places and figuring out if they're a good fit or not. So uh, it's definitely that, that witching hour of recruiting right now, the week leading up to that national, national signing day. So, um, you know, Nebraska is going to have a new OC potentially this week as well. Oh. Who knows? I mean, maybe Nebraska goes back and says the preferred walk-on isn't good enough now. We need to get that guy into the room because, you know, number two is no longer there. So there could be things that change very quickly for Nebraska as well. You mentioned the new OC, and as long as you talked about it, we might as well go there. Brian Munson of HuskerOnline.com. Graham Harrell is one of the names you're hearing mentioned. Does that make sense to you uh, for Nebraska? Uh, I struggle with that one. Um, and and it's not because Graham Harrell's not a an amazing offensive coordinator. I remember talking to him all the way back when he was a, a quarterback in high school, man, uh, being down here. So, um I look, I just I see that vision as being more open than even what Scott was trying to do in the Big Ten. And I think that we would all kind of agree, you know, whether it was out here in the open talking over the airwaves or sitting at a bar someplace just having a conversation, um, that you have to run the football to 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 be to be effective in the Big Ten. Look at what Tucker did up there at Michigan State you know, and the running back he had up there. Look at the, the success that Wisconsin has had over and over and over again. And I don't care who's been throwing the passes in Columbus. They've always had a steady running game behind it. Um, so to go more that one way, more open, more fun and gun, as opposed to, you know, putting more stock in, you know, wanting to be more consistent, running the ball, being more physical up front, trying to get things, you know, a, a little bit more, you know, in that space of, of, of running the football effectively to, to win ball games, I, I just I don't see how that kind of adds up to Graham Harrell being the guy. Unless, of course, somebody would tell me that that Graham Harrell's not doing the same thing that he was he was being coached, you know, coached to do at, at Texas Tech under Leach. What offensive philosophy makes sense to you? It seems like Frost has maybe one year um, to get this turned around, so it has to be quick. So you kind of have to work with the personnel you have, and they're. Pass protection is not great, so I don't know if that helps the air raid argument. Um, but you know, it's just the the offensive line problem as a whole makes it kind of difficult to zero in on a on a specific philosophy to me. Well, you don't. So offensive line woes and RPO game, you know, don't necessarily they don't really kind of figure into this to, into the equation. Let let me kind of walk that back. RPO game is very very quick. You're you're having to get the ball out, ball out fast. There's, there's a ton of games, in my opinion, you know, from me texting other people, including my son, that we really felt like the RPO game would have been something that Nebraska could have been successful in doing to get the linebackers to back off the line of scrimmage against them. And it just seemed like they never, they never did it. So, in my opinion, what I think Nebraska needs to find is some sort of a, a offensive coordinator that appreciates and has some sort of a a uh, part of RPO, a part of a read option, a part of just a, a straight up option, and then has an ability to kind of be kind of mix and match those things with different looks, different sets to where you never know what you're getting at any one time based on the formation that you're seeing. It could be, it could be RPO. It could be a, a, a running back lead draw, a quarterback draw. It could, it could do a number of different things, but I, I think what, what Scott Frost appreciates about offense is, being multiple, and I think to stay multiple, you have to have still uh, an ability to, to run the football effectively at, at the quarterback position because I think that that's, 
that's kind of an X factor. And he, he knows that just as well from, from being a player himself. So um, I, I think, I think you have to kind of combine some things where you've got a kind of creativity between RPO and, and, and read option and some, some different lead combinations, maybe even throwing some, some wildcat potentially, but you still need a quarterback that's going to be able to throw the football. It's just, you need to have an RPO in there to be able to kind of loosen things up because if you don't have that RPO in there, you can't loosen things up. You have guys drawn down too close to the line of scrimmage. You can forget about running between the tackles because you guys got eight, nine guys in the box. And, and that's just too tough to do. RPO loosens all that up. It makes other things effective. you got great tight ends to get the football to. I'd like to see something a little bit more short to intermediate with those guys. And obviously you have those long, deep, those long, uh, uh, those deep threat guys that can go vertical. And you've also got guys that, that, that seem like they could be effective in the red zone as well. It's kind of interesting. We, we've seen reports of, you know, this offensive coordinator up for the job or, you know, that different player in the transfer portal that Nebraska is looking at, but not a lot of quarterbacks. That seems to be a need for the, this group. Do you think that that comes after the offensive coordinator is announced or is, is Nebraska already in on some quarterbacks right now? I think it could be both. I think it could be that Nebraska um, is has some quarterbacks that they've been in touch with that they're that they're that they're in good with. But I think even the quarterbacks aren't willing to go to a spot that doesn't have an offensive coordinator. Um, and I'm sure Nebraska doesn't want to do this as a square peg round hole. To your point before, there's a there's a there's an egg timer here. There's a there's a stopwatch, and I don't know if it's a year. I think it's two years. I think you had to at least, you know come to Mickey Joseph and go to your offensive coordinator and your offensive line coach and tell them, look, you got a couple seasons to kind of get this thing going to show improvement and, and be better on that side of the football. As long as, you know, things don't change dramatically on the defensive side of the football from a, from a coaching staff wise, you're going to have some consistency over there. Now you're looking for a way to, to, to do the, the end of that yang and, and, and be able to put together that more comprehensive staff that has the, the balance and the look, of course, you need to do to need to have to be effective on both sides of the football. But I think, in terms of the OC and the quarterback, Nebraska's likely in touch with some guys. Uh, I've heard heard the rumors about Rattler being up there on campus. You know, whatever. I, I cannot confirm, cannot deny it. Can't don't 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 even necessarily feel like that's a guy that could commit to you know Nebraska um, and and whatever it is that they had potentially going for him based on the fact that he doesn't know what the offensive identity looks like either. So I, I think he's... The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Guys are, are stuck kind of until Nebraska can put that OC in place and talk to somebody, you know, about what that offense is going to look like. It, it really, it, it, there's, there's got to be a, it's got to be the horse before the carriage. You can't, can't do it the other way around. Brian Munson of HuskerOnline.com. We'll, we'll talk about the two new commits for Nebraska football, but this is interesting to me. You said you, you don't love uh, the pick for of Graham Harrell for Nebraska. Not that he's a, not a great coach, but he just doesn't fit what you see the identity should be. Is there a name out there that makes sense for you for Nebraska? Mm, guy out there that makes sense for me. Um you know, I, 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 I like the, I like the Brady, uh, the Brady offensive coordinator that came mm. out of Charlotte mm. um, from his time back down mm. at LSU. He had great personnel mm. in, in, in Baton Rouge, obviously. Um, I, I like what Sean has been kind of on to the last 24, 48 hours with Robert and from Virginia. Uh, I think he makes, he makes some sense there, obviously. And I know that uh, Mark Whipple has popped up from from Pitt and Zach Hill from Arizona State and those are some guys that are kind of being thrown around there. I, I seem to personally land, I guess, on that whole wheel right there with with Anae being my top offensive coordinator from the from the guys that I mentioned previously. I'm I'm certainly not saying that U.S. you know Graham Harrell, who's currently at USC for your audience, um, that he's not doesn't have a creative mind he does and and obviously that isn't the same offense that he was running necessarily you know with leach uh in in lubbock but um i just i don't know how much of it's really different and i I didn't pay enough attention i guess to to when heldon was out there you know in in los angeles to see what what graham was really kind of doing i guess to be honest Mm -hmm. with you so i'm just kind of going off of what i know and and what i know about him historically and previously so but I, I still land I still land on uh, the former or the Virginia's offensive coordinator mm-hmm. I guess now that Mendenhall is stepping down or resigning that I would go with the Virginia's offensive coordinator. Yeah. It's interesting. Nebraska did add two uh, recruits the last couple of days. Uh, Malcolm Hartzog, the most the most recent one, a cornerback out of Mississippi, and then uh, Brody Tagaloa uh, out of California. They're listed as a tight end, maybe could play some different positions. What do you what do you think about those guys? So Tagaloa is a big body, 6'4", 260, you know, came out of a great program in De La Salle, um, <clears throat> played some tight end, played some defensive end. Not a lot of stats out there for some reason about him as a senior. We can't get, we can't catch up with him either to kind of talk to him about that, but we're interested in hearing about that. He's, he's the kind of guy though, to me, if you compare him to other uh, body sizes, you know, on the current roster, he, this seems like more of a guy that's a four technique defensive end and obviously has that ability, I think, to, to potentially play in an even man front as a three technique, as a defensive tackle at a 4-3, um, just kind of going off of, of where he's lined up and what he kind of looks like currently today. But good, big athlete that Nebraska just kind of came out of left field on, uh, even though he's had an offer for a while. And then you have Malcolm Hartzog, who did pick up the offer from Nebraska during the bye week. Uh, you know, now, now a three-star on rivals. 
his his huddle is fun to watch. His huddle film is really fun to watch. He has got some amazing quicks. Uh, try getting an angle on that guy because I don't I don't think anybody did on any of the film. Nobody ever caught him. Um, probably more of a field size field side corner, in my opinion, guy that's going to make an impact in the return game, which I think is pretty critical for Nebraska because I think that when you start talking about the special teams game and you start talking about oh yeah we were you know, dreadful here and woeful here. The return game as a whole, when it came to your to your specialist back there or the guys that you had doing it, you know they weren't really having uh, a great season either. So Nebraska's making some upgrades there. Emmett Johnson, who's coming in this weekend, also has, has explained that Nebraska wants him to do returns as well as play running back. So I, I think Nebraska's been very, very clear on some of these late targets that they, that they figure in somehow, not just to, to where they would play on the offense, but also in the special teams return game. Uh, one more for you, Brian. Brian Munson of HuskerOnline.com. Uh, it feels like a, a big-time portal year. You're going to need a quarterback for sure, at least for competition purposes. Probably going to need a running back. What are the positions do they what positions do they target and how many portal guys do you see? I know this is a question we ask all the time, but the numbers seem to change all the time. Yeah, I, I, I actually had this conversation with Sean over the weekend. We're kind of trying to go through the numbers here and play it out. But so here's how I kind of see it. You got twelve to thirteen more traditional guys that are gonna be as part of this signing day class. And I think after that, you're going eight to ten portal. Now, um there's there's gonna be a kicker more than likely with the kid out of Furman. Um, and then, and then and I think he's officially visiting this weekend. I'm just about ready to, to, to go ahead and announce that on, on the mm-hmm. board. And, and I think I've got that one confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, you're still looking for a wide receiver potentially. You're still looking for an offensive guard. Obviously you said running back mm-hmm. and quarterback figure into that. Nebraska then has got a, a midweek junior college defensive tackle and I'm, I'm a Polizzi Lange coming in from Independence, Kansas. Now, if they land him, then great. It probably takes care of your Daniels kind of uh, guy that can figure into that one technique, playing the playing the zero. Um, otherwise, they're going to have to go ahead and get into the portal again and try to find kind of a, uh, a bigger body defensive tackle. And then I think you're looking for a pass rusher, outside linebacker guy, and I think then you're looking still in the secondary. I think they just hosted a guy from Abilene Christian. I think you could see maybe one or two other guys pop up that are back there in the secondary. So you're looking at a couple defensive backs, a pass rusher, a defensive tackle, offensive guard, quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Well, that doesn't seem like a big need list. Uh, Yeah, that should be done in a weekend. Uh, By next weekend, all the problems should be solved, I'm guessing, uh, for Nebraska football. Hey, hey, great stuff, Brian. Thanks for the time. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. We'll see you. There you go. Brian Munson of HuskerOnline.com. Not a big fan of the Graham Harrell hire. Hmm. Hmm. And I'm not either. I'll be honest. I'm not either. I mean, I like the idea of it. I think I would be excited in this way. We'd have a lot to talk about. Yeah, uh, and it would be fun and gun, and maybe even an improvement record-wise. Is it something you want? Is the identity for Nebraska football, and does it fit the Big Ten for the long haul? I'm not sure about that. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it does in the long in the long run. But I think that it's <laughs> at least gives you some oomph yeah. for currently, and you, and you kind of need some of that. Um, 
I'm interested if Brian said maybe they had to, to talk to the guys and tell them they're going to get two years. I'm sure they're not pitching the whole thing on based off, right. well, it's not going to go well, so we're just going to fire you in a year. So well, I'm sure they're kind of pitching the upside. But if you go five and seven next year, there's not much you can do. I mean, you're going to you're gonna have to cut bait and start but, over again. You don't have to fire the no. offensive coordinator, but the head coach is probably going to have to Here's go. the deal. If you're Nebraska, you're going you're gonna to have to give a two-year contract uh, yeah. knowing that you might fire him in a year. And that's what a coach really wants to know is they're, they're paid for two regardless. Right. Uh, so even if you fire them after a year, which everybody knows is a possibility, um, you get a two-year, maybe a three-year contract you're hearing maybe for Mickey Joseph. Um, so you're going to have to buy me out. You, you want to fire me after one year? Fine. Uh, but you better pay me. I think that's the deal. Yeah, that sounds fair. <laughs> <laughs> seems seems totally fair. Nebraska's got some money, and I think that was part of the renegotiation with Scott Frost, right? Right. Uh, give up some money so we can put this money – in the big bucket to go hire a bunch of great coordinators. And then if it doesn't work out, at least we haven't lost as much money. Um, I think that was an excellent negotiation on the part of Trev Alberts. It may not work out, but it's leaning more and more to, it could be entertaining to at least watch it. Yeah, especially if they get one of these big-name quarterbacks. Yeah. I, I'm trying to, you know, you don't hear anything official. Yeah. You just see rumors of this right. or that. And I'm trying not to get yeah. excited about it. But don't the experiment could get, could get really fun. Yeah. Or it could not be all that fun, and you yeah. could just get a <laughs> mediocre offensive coordinator and yeah. not really have a big-time quarterback I mean, coming Would in, so. uh, Virginia offensive coordinator, coordinator Robert Anay uh, trip your trigger? That wouldn't necessarily get me no, going too no, much. It probably wouldn't. <laughs> uh, but it sounds like uh, that's what Brian would like to see and maybe yeah. a name that uh, could be uh, having some potential for Nebraska. Let's get to break. Come back with Rico. It's almost blog jog time next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.